The Reproductive Science Center of New Jersey is a leading provider of advanced reproductive technologies, sharing its knowledge with you. It's time for Fertility Talk with RSCNJ. Here's Melanie Cole. Autoimmune diseases such as celiac, Crohn's, lupus, and inflammatory bowel disease have seemed to be on the rise in the last 20 years. Might these disease and others be associated with infertility? My guest today is Dr. Alan Martinez. He's a specialist in reproductive endocrinology and infertility at the Reproductive Science Center of New Jersey. Welcome to the show, Dr. Martinez. So which specific autoimmune diseases are known to impact fertility? What do we know and what don't we know? Well, thank you for having me on the show today. I appreciate it. Um, I first wanted to just talk a little bit about the main diseases. Um, they include um, lupus, uh, celiac, uh, some autoimmune thyroid issues, uh, so autoimmune uh, conditions that can actually decrease the function of the ovaries themselves. Uh, endometriosis is thought to have a component, as well as polycystic ovary syndrome, and some of the... Um, issues that are related to recurrent pregnancy loss, some of the antibodies even without syndrome, so your immune system reacting and having specific antibodies can be related to miscarriages and infertility in populations. Since there's so many, um, up to 80 autoimmune conditions, do we know if there's any tests available to see if these, like recurrent pregnancy loss or infertility, might be a problem if somebody knows that they have one of these diseases? Well, yes, first of all, you want to control if you've been diagnosed with an autoimmune disease, especially things like lupus and advanced, you know, celiac disease, Crohn's, those kind of those kind of autoimmune diseases. You want to control them before trying to get pregnant. Uh, now, as far as recurrent pregnancy loss, we know that there are specific antibodies that can be tested for within the blood that directly relate uh, to pregnancy loss, that is, miscarriages before 12 weeks early in the pregnancy. <clears throat> and these blood tests, if, test, if they're positive, then you can consider treatments uh, to, to alleviate uh, possibly any effects of, um, of infertility or early pregnancy loss. So if people know that they have one of these, Dr. Martinez, and they do want to go on fertility treatments, would any of the common fertility drugs cause flares in their autoimmune symptoms? How do do those two things go together? Well, most of the time these patients are lucky when they go through fertility treatments that it majority of the time does not directly impact their existing uh, disorder. So we have several lupus patients, as long as they're well-controlled, they go through fertility treatments, and overall patients do very well. Uh, So in most cases, if you have the disease under control, at least in the fertility treatment, uh, patients, patients overall do very well. Now, in pregnancy, some of these conditions may indeed uh, have, have an, an impact and they may actually worsen during pregnancy, but as far as fertility treatments, uh, you know, patients do well. So then let's reverse that. What about the medications for Crohn's or lupus or any of these things like prednisone? Are they safe to take while someone is trying to conceive or while they're pregnant? That is a very good question, and you need to discuss that personally with your physicians, whether you have an infertility physician or OBGYN or a high-risk pregnancy specialist, because there are certain medicines such as uh, prednisone and those steroids that can negatively impact 
the ability to conceive or carry a child. So that needs to be reviewed, and I don't, I don't want to go into a specific discussion because there's many different kinds of medicines. But um, you know, you have to be you have to be careful of the medicines that that alter the the uh, levels of estrogen progesterone in the body because those things can uh, have a negative impact on achieving and maintaining a pregnancy. And while we're not specifically discussing Dr. Martinez certain ones, but more serious ones like MS for example have so many medications and some of these medications are pretty high end and serious medications. How does somebody go about finding a fertility specialist that understands a disease like MS? Well, I think that no matter what fertility specialist that you go to, I think uh, listening to your patient, taking an extensive medical history, and also uh, working in collaboration with their existing physicians, whether it be an infectious disease doctor, a rheumatologist, an autoimmune specialist. It's it, In today's world, the more we learn about the molecular side of medicine, we know that it is, it is multifactorial and collaborations between physicians. So even if your physician is not an expert, say, in lupus infertility with, you know, or one of the other diseases, uh, it is important for them to listen to you, to you to feel comfortable with them and discuss openly with their remaining uh, team of physicians and providers to, to best prepare you for pregnancy. When people are going to their OB-GYN and planning a pregnancy at the beginning and they're told to, you know, try to conceive for a full year before investigating further treatments with a history of autoimmune disease, is that still the recommendation or not so much? Not so much. You know, in any any condition that could potentially directly impact your fertility, I think it's good to discuss it early with your OB-GYN and, and seek referral because I think, you know, Early evaluation, uh, management of your existing disorder or disease is going to be critical. And, and sometimes it takes multiple months, you know, or even years in order to, to control your, your, your existing condition. So, you know, I think that a lot of the normal timeframes that apply to healthy patients without any chronic disease, you, you can disregard those, and there's nothing wrong with asking and seeking education and advice early on. Have you seen in your practice that some women who are having fertility issues are actually dealing with an autoimmune-based problem that had not been diagnosed? Absolutely. We see many patients who have several early miscarriages. We do some initial blood work for them. We find that they have some antibodies present that are specifically related to negative outcomes. They may be placed on medications, and and oftentimes this helps them achieve pregnancy. And what can you tell them about what they can expect if you've helped them to get pregnant and during their pregnancy and even postpartum, the improvement or worsening of some of their symptoms? Is this something you can give them advice about and help them understand? Absolutely. I, I, I serve as kind of the, the preliminary advisor, you know, once they become pregnant. And, uh, but yet again, it's a collaborative effect, you know, collaborative uh, effort. So it's important that, you know, when you do achieve pregnancy, that, you know, we sit down and we discuss your existing disorder and we get you plugged in with the right physicians that can then continue good and timely care throughout the remainder of your pregnancy to give you the highest chance of success. So sometimes more than one physician will be working with this particular woman or couple, and how is the the communication between physicians based on this patient? 
Yes, in, in, in many conditions when uh, people with autoimmune conditions and they're on certain medications, when they achieve pregnancy, we directly refer them back to their OBGYN, but we also recommend that they get a high-risk obstetrics uh, physician involved, a maternal fetal medicine specialist. And we may talk to them over the phone. We may uh, communicate via uh, uh, electronic, you know, means. And uh, But you can be rest assured that you're going to be counseled and appropriately triaged to a physician that are going to maximize your, your, your pregnancy. So what would you like women to know that may already know that they have some of these autoimmune diseases and the connection between fertility difficulties and autoimmune conditions? What would you like to tell them, Dr. Martinez? I'd like to say it's very important that you control and maintain a good relationship with your existing providers with regards to your specific autoimmune condition. And if not diagnosed or not under control, I, you know, we can always sit down and talk about things very early on when you're considering conceiving. And then it's important to, um, to use the collaborative physician approach in order for us to best prepare your body in order to have a successful pregnancy. So we're happy to navigate that. And um, I think early uh, intervention and early counseling and um, visits to a physician such as myself is an integral component to pregnancy success. So tell us just a little bit about the Reproductive Science Center of New Jersey and how you can help these women. Yes, well, here at the Reproductive Science Center of New Jersey, we treat everyone as an individual, and um, we sit down with you uh, and take an extensive medical uh, history, a physical exam, and we obtain all the information uh, with regards to your medical history that's going to be crucial to establishing, you know, how difficult it may be to get you pregnant, especially in light of these autoimmune disorders. So, you know, we our important thing is we want to treat everybody like family, and that's very critical to our success and our longevity in this practice. So, you know, when you come to see us, you will you will establish that relationship, and you can rest assured that you're in good hands with us. Thank you so much, Dr. Martinez, for being with us today. You're listening to Fertility Talk with the Reproductive Science Center of New Jersey. And for more information, you can go to fertilitynj.com. That's fertilitynj.com. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.